gamers, and welcome to episode 416 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for May 14th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stolworth. What's going on, Dominic? Man, so we've been off for a couple weeks, um, but it's been a lot going on, though, for yeah. this couple weeks. Uh, it's been some big, some big things happening, man, in the gaming world. So we're going to try to get to that quick. So I'm just going to get right to sports. Uh, XFL is over. My DC Defenders, who had a great season, the best team in the league, but did not win where it really counted, man. Um, yeah. Well, I ain't going to say it counted, but it really meant to. But I mean, they, they lost the championship game to a team that was 4-6 and six in the regular season. God damn it. It's, it's so disgraceful. <laughs> it's really that, that That's how the XFL has gone that a 4-6 team has won the championship in that league but overall the league was enjoyable it was overall enjoyable uh, I mean like that's what I would say it has over the USFL is that they actually have home teams and teams that are though know, that that would have a fan mm. base I mean you know there's so, I mean some of them are small like Las Vegas is pretty but <laughs> I don't know if that's excuse to the fans or excuse to the place they play at because that is this awful place to play um but I mean, DC looked great. You know, fan base was great out there. St. Louis was the best because you know their team moved away from them, um, and which I mean, it was it's so weird because it's like they were. It's, I don't think they were ever losing money, but I guess they just figured, hey, more money's out in LA. Yeah. You know, that's really what it was because it wasn't like that's one thing with football. It's never it's never like oh, nobody's coming to the games. And I mean, not until like recently, um, attendance has was down in some places. Mm-hmm. But before, like with St. Louis, by the time they left, it was never like attendance were oh, attendance is like awful or nothing. Nah, um, it's just that it, it. I think it came down. They won a new stadium, and St. Louis was going to build a new stadium. And, and I, I actually, I, I really don't know everything behind the scenes or why they moved, but. I mean, we all know it always comes down to money. And and I always thought it was a bad move as far as fandom because of L.A., they like the Raiders. Right. That's, who, that's who they like. So, the, so with the Rams and with San Diego, well, not San Diego anymore, but with the Chargers, they, they get fans mostly from the other teams at their places because their fan, because L.A.'s fan base is... Um, the Raiders and the and the LA will travel to Las Vegas to see the Raiders. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's it's so it's so bad that it's like man, y'all really did it for just money because it wasn't <laughs> definitely for like hey, we're just trying to get more fans in here. No, right. you did it for money. Like you did it because LA is a big place and people will come even if they don't give a shit about the team. They might maybe they say like hey, it's experience. I go see this football game. I ain't rooting for the team. I don't give a shit. But it's just good to be there. Or you know, you get people to travel. They want to travel to this nice place, like so. It's like an event. So it's like, yeah, I'll travel to California to see my team play here. Um, and that's what it seems like it is because seems like a lot of people travel from other teams to see their play. People play there, yeah. and that sucks. And that just tells you that, like the uh, well, this is like in professional sports. Um, mm, professional sports, they don't really care. They don't care as much for the fans in the stadium as they used to because revenue 
is basically television. Hmm. It's television or online now. It's it's everywhere and gambling now. Definitely gambling because now now the gambling's legal mostly everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, so it's it's that's where the revenue is. It's not about like the the um oh we gotta fill these seats up, man. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like that could be empty and it still make money, but it just don't look good. They just had to put some fake you know people in there to make it like look like it's real, like they were trying to do around COVID. All right, um, <laughs> so. Anyway, yeah, so that's it for the XFL. USFL, I haven't really been paying attention to because I've been found the XFL because of the um, Washington, yeah. um, the, the well, DC Defenders. So um, now I'll probably be paying attention more to it. I know the team that I was going to probably root for, Philadelphia, because they were the closest team. They were one and two last time I saw. I don't know if they played yesterday or they played today. I'm not sure. Um, I'll see. Next week is probably when I probably really focus, I mean, put a little more focus on USFL. But the thing is, since the Orioles have been doing so well, I've been paying attention to them because the Orioles have been kicking butt. They won four in a row after losing three in a row. They never got swept in a series. I mean, because they lost three in a row, but they lost two games to the Braves and one game to the Rays, but then they beat the Rays, mm-hmm. who were number one team at the time. Still are technically right now um, the number one team in the league. The, only, the second best team in the league is the Orioles uh, as far as records. So the Warriors are playing the Pirates, who were hot. But Pirates have been on a big losing streak now. Um, so the Orioles are taking advantage of the situation of the Pirates seem to be falling down. They already won the series against the Pirates. They now they're looking for, as of this podcast, looking for the sweep. So hopefully by the time you hear this, they swept them. Uh, at least for my benefit, if you're a Pittsburgh fan, then I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, the Orioles, man, they've been looking great. And they... um. I know the bats been a little cold recently, but their pitching's been up. So, like I was saying before, like the pitching is the big question. So, so far these games, the pitch has been going good. The bats haven't been as monstrous as they were, but we'll see. It might be they might pick up again. But hey, I'll, I'll take this. I'm happy, and we still haven't got like our ace. Well, who we think maybe be our ace, John Means, who was our basically our best pitcher for the last few years. Um, except for last year. Well, last year he left early because he got injured. He should be coming back this year. Um, I think I think I heard June. I thought I heard before June, maybe, but I think I heard June. We still didn't get we got two relievers that are should be coming back from injury too. They haven't played yet this year. Um so man, like it's it's gonna be like, this this year so far starting really great. And us being like what, a twelve games over five hundred, I think now? Um, it's 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 been awesome. It's been awesome. Uh, I've been loving watching these games, man. It's been fun. They got this thing called the bird bath now section. I saw that. where people get every time you get a double or more, you people get wet in the section. Yeah. So yeah, they they have that on tickets. They say you will get wet. <laughs> um, so if you got buy tickets there, I know anytime uh, they get a double but, or something, I definitely get wet. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it it's it's pretty it's really fun. All right, so um, I ain't been pitching the NHL, but you do. I think your Florida, I think Florida Panthers are still in, so you got a Florida team still in there, Daniel. Just that the Rays, I mean, after the race, well, Tampa Bay Lightning have not. Um, they look like they won't be in a, doing a, a four-peat of going to the championship. Mm. They won two years in a row. Then they lost last year, but they were in the championship last year, though. Uh, but it looks like they're not going to be. Well, they lost in the first round. And I have no idea what's really going on in hockey. Uh, I just saw that, like, on a scroll on the bottom of the screen watching the game. Um, watching some basketball, actually. And um, 
Looks like I still won't be really paying attention too much to basketball. Like watching it, I'll be looking at scores because the Lakers are going to the next round. And um, yeah, it looks like the Lakers, uh, they were playing the different Nuggets. I am rooting for the Nuggets. Please let them win. God, if there's a God, please let the Nuggets win. Um, the Lakers won enough times. Like he should just give them a chance. And so, and what the other game is, well, you'll find out who wins between Philadelphia and Boston. Mm. They're playing their game seven, and whoever wins will play the Miami Heat, who was the eighth seed. Like, they're going to the champion, the Eastern Conference Championship. As, as I said, this team was better than what their record was. They had injury problems. They had, uh, and during the season, so injuries and bad luck during the season, and hey, they just came on strong at the end, man. So, um, give it up to them. Uh, what else is happening? I think my team is about to be officially sold. So, hopefully by the time we do the podcast next week, it'll be like, yep, they're going to be sold to Josh Harris, the guy who owns the Dev- the Devils of New Jersey for hockey and the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, so, he will have another team in another um, area. Um, and another market so there you go like that's something i mean it's all it's all you know on the east coast though mid mid atlantic but it's just like <laughs> it's something to have like a football team a basketball team and a hockey team and three different markets really uh, i mean even though new jersey is kind of close to philadelphia but they already have the flyers you know so it's like that's basically like probably their rivals basically uh so it's 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 interesting but good for him good for that rich man to, and to possibly be richer, Daniel. <laughs> and actually, I don't know. It's just a partnership. It, I don't think it's him outright. It might might be him in a group. You gotcha. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I haven't looked. I I think that's what it is, but I'm not sure. Because um, at one point, I heard the name of a rapper. Oh. In in a mix of it, I forgot who it was. And uh, yeah, I forgot who it was. Was it Jay Z? Was it Jay Z or Sean P. Diddy Combs? I forget. This time's finally coming, um, Dominic. He's been playing the long game. You didn't believe in him. I, I didn't. <laughs> I, I I didn't believe in him, and I will. I wouldn't be upset if he was, because it's not like he will be. I mean, the decision. He'll just be the um the mascot. So yeah. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> he'll be next with that pig, that hog Jeez, mascot Dominic, we got. How dare you. <laughs> Hey man, I'm just telling you how it is. They, I mean, shit. I wish it wasn't. I mean, I wish it was that he can own a team or something. I mean, I, actually, I don't care. I want to say I wish it. It's just that I, I'm indifferent yeah. to, um, to it because I, I mean, until I see a benefit of it, because I don't, I don't need. It'll be nice to have, uh, like, oh, you have a black guy on a team. Like, guess having a black face. But I think I'm, I'm for me personally, I'm past the. Part of the just optics. having a black face in a high place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Optics, we don't you don't need that anymore. I think we have gotten enough of that. Um, I think we actually need to see results of something positive coming out of it. Mm. For that that can be more than just the individual. Because if it's just an individual, I mean, that's fine, but then it's nothing different to me than a white guy owning it then. Um all right. Because I'm telling you this, I mean, Michael Jordan. But he owns the Wishful Call. I mean, he's the I think I think he's a majority owner. Um, I want to say, 
or at least half, uh, but of the um, of the Charlotte um, Hornets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not seeing any big changes behind the scenes of like, oh, it's a black man high place. Things are happening better for relations. I no, he's a, he's just a guy who wants to make money. Yeah. I mean that, and that's 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 fine. And he loves basketball. All right. Uh, what else is there? I think that's it for sports. So, what you got for wrestling? What was the backlash that happened? Uh yeah, backlash did happen. Um, the WWE had a pay per view in Puerto Rico, and that was quite entertaining. Uh, Bad Bunny. Oh my God, a- Daniel! That was not not considered racist. What? You gotta say, I gotta say Puerto Rico, I- <laughs> like like that's how they say it. You got to say Puerto Rico. Puerto, say Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Sorry, Dominic. Puerto Rico. <laughs> Had, I'm just joking, yo. I, I mean, a, I know everybody does that. They had a pay-per-view there. Uh, Bad Bunny, a very uh, famous rapper and pop star, was a part of that. He's he's previously been a part of the Royal Rumble, and I think he had a match at WrestleMania a couple of years ago as well. He is another one of these guys that comes in from the outside and actually like seemingly puts in the work to be a very good wrestler because he had a very enjoyable match versus Damian Priest who is also from Puerto Rico. And um, yeah, that that was really cool. The The kind of disappointing thing was like the order of matches, though, because like they had the Usos versus... The Usos in Solo Sokoa, basically like the bloodline, Roman Reigns' guys, versus Sami Zayn and Matt Riddle and Kevin Owens. And, and they made that the main event, even though like the crowd was super hot for bad bunny. Like the crowd was super hot overall. Like it was, it was a very good crowd. They were basically excited for everything. They were cheering for everything. They were booing for the bad guys. Like it was, it's always good when the crowd is into the show, whenever it's just kind of like people sitting on their hands, not clapping, not whooping it up or whatever. Like, that's when you start to wonder, like, what's going on here? Because, like, they're they're doing good wrestling, but, like, if you don't have the crowd behind you, that can just, like, take everything away from the show. But yeah, they had that there. It was it was awesome. They had some of the, the guys uh, from, like, earlier generations of WWE come back. Um, Savio Vega back from years and years ago because he's from Puerto Rico. And... Carlito, who was a guy that was around like kind of when I wasn't watching, but like the early 2000s, he's from Puerto Rico. He would come out and spit apples in people's faces. So he kind of came out and did his shtick during that match, too. That was awesome. The Bianca Belair versus EO Sky match, that was awesome. The crowd was super into that. And like Bianca Belair is the face in that match. EO Sky, it seems like they might be kind of turning her. She's currently in Bailey's group, Damage Control, which is kind of a heel group. But it seems like they're kind of maybe breaking her away. And the crowd was just absolutely into her. Like they were they were actively booing Bianca anytime like there was like a, a trade-off kind of thing. Um, she did get dumped on her face though. At one point there was, there were a couple of scary moments on this pay-per-view cause she got dumped on her face cause Bianca, she was working Bianca Belair's arm. So at one point, like Bianca goes for a press slam, but like one handed. 
So it's basically like she's holding her up with one hand and then EO Sky's got her hands on her shoulders, right? But then she goes to like dump her over and she should land on her back and instead she just landed right on her face. Um, that was scary, but she got up and, and seemingly was all right after that. Bad Bunny also took a pretty bad bump like right on the top of his head. He was trying to do slice bread number two, uh, which is basically a move where you like run up the ropes while you're holding a guy and you flip over him, but he like did not flip over enough and basically landed on his head. That was a little scary. Um, but overall, yeah, it was, it was, a it was a very good show. Um, wrestling is, is doing all right right now. Uh, AEW, they have a alleged big announcement next week. The speculation is basically them announcing their new deal. It sounds like them and Warner Brothers have come to a new uh, television deal. Basically, the the number out there, I think, is a billion dollars. And that's over the course of like five years or something like that. But it would bring basically all their products to... Warner Brothers, uh, there's speculation that the all-in pay-per-view that they're doing in Wembley Stadium in the UK would be like an HBO, well, not HBO at that point, a Max special. Um, and then if they actually like brought all the pay-per-views under the Max umbrella as well, that would be beneficial for for me, who still subscribes to HBO Max for whatever reason. I mean, I watch stuff on there, but, you know. <laughs> excuse me but you know I've, I've got so many services i probably should uh whittle that down a little more um hey they they just do pay-per-view events on the um the wwe section of peacock like they do they don't do every episode of raw or I'm smackdown trying right? to think i honestly i'm not totally sure but i believe well smackdown actually smackdown i don't know they could they even do that because I, I mean think, they, yeah because it's on fox i think they do but they still do what they did with wwe network which was like it doesn't appear there until a month later which was always okay. kind of like why it, it was it was kind of pointless to me it's like you still needed cable if you wanted to follow along with wrestling. Um, that's kind of what I'm trying to think when they did NXT for a while there, they were streaming it on the WWE network and it was coming on USA, but I'm trying to think when they switched to Peacock, it might just be the same way where it's like, I don't think it's live, but it might be like the next day. Day? I'm not totally sure about that either. Oh yeah, and you know you, you you be getting perks, you know, through the um because you have Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. I mean, I, I be using them, yeah. um, the ones that I can use, but but they have one where it's like you, the Peacock Premium Plus. I think you just got because now they changed it. I think to Premium. Yeah, the, and Premium the is with the commercials. And the commercial free one, yeah. Yeah, which is funny because like Premium should be. The no commercial. It's like, why'd you even do that? Why'd you change the name? Because they why want you, you to Peacock? think that the premium version is the one without commercials. But then you got to buy into the premium plus. Like, they get you in, but then they want you to spend even more money. 
They want you to go, oh, yeah, it's only $4 a month or whatever. This isn't too bad. And then you go, oh, shit, I got commercials now. I got to spend the extra $2 instead of just trying to convince you to spend the the $6 or whatever or the $7. They just want you to, to trick yourself into it, basically. So, yeah, but I, that, along with that, their like YouTube shows have disappeared. Like they quietly canceled uh, AEW Dark and Dark Elevation because it sounds like the, basically Warner Brothers wants control over all of their content. Like they want to be the main distribution channel for all AEW content. So I yeah, but what what do you use for that though? I, it's theoretically Max, you know. So yeah, but they, do do they? Is it on Max now? It's not right now. I, so next oh. week is when they're going to announce this new deal. I don't know how soon after, because I'm not totally sure when HBO Max turns into Max, when that like crossover happens. Um, oh, they're just going to call it Max. Yeah, once the whole like Discovery thing is okay is completed. Um, so it, it might happen around then. My my wonder, because I feel like. HBO Max has even done a thing where you have the service, but you still like the Disney thing where you have to pay an extra fee to watch a movie early or something like that. I feel like maybe HBO had done that too. And I could see them still doing something like that for the pay-per-views because right now they're, they're charging 50, $60 per pay-per-view. Now they only do like four a year, but that still adds up. Whereas like, if I'm just getting it as part of my, my max subscription, like obviously that feels like some lost revenue there. Unless of course HBO max is, is, or discover whatever, unless they feel like it's worth it to them to have that on their channel and they're paying them that money to, you know, cover that cost. I, I'm not sure about that. We'll, we'll see how that goes once they officially announce it. But I'm I'm optimistic about that as because I don't have cable anymore. So finding a way to watch the weekly AEW products, it's harder. And because of that, I watch them less frequently. So I I kind of fall behind on that stuff. Um, You know, I found a station and and I wonder if um, they they probably have that station, too. What's the station they on? USA? Not uh, not USA. uh, um. TBS. TNT. TNT and TNT. 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 Yeah. Um, I found like because I look for because I want to see MLB Network and mm. it's not hard, it's not easy to get that too without you paying for cable service. Yeah. Um. And well, unless see, I had to borrow I bought my friend's like account thing where I can just go up there and use it. I just realized that though because I don't think that was always a thing. But now, but I found a site where I could just watch the channel and like. That's been going on for some years now because uh-huh. I just went up there like this year and I was like, it was like, well, this still works. And it was still there. And I could just watch MLB Network and just like it, they have it streamed live. Right. Like it's just a live station and like you see all the commercials and stuff, wherever they from. Um, and I was like, okay, that's cool. And I never did look on the other channels because other channels I can get. But I wonder if you can just go there. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you like um, on our break or something. Gotcha where it is because it it works pretty good and if, and if you got um uh what's we call it an ad blocker man yeah you don't get no pop-ups or <laughs> yeah now see like aew outside of the u.s because of the deals that they have in place 
if you have like a VPN, and I think some of this stuff has gotten blocked now, but at one point, if you had a VPN, you could sign up for AEW Plus, which was basically kind of like the WWE Network, except it didn't include the pay-per-views. It was just like you could watch the weekly program live through the Fight app. Um, and I always thought about that, but like then I'm talking about like paying for a VPN, which now I get free with my Google uh my Google one or whatever. Cause I bought more storage to save photos. So that comes with that. I'm not sure if that works with it, but then I'm talking about that. And then I'm talking about buying AEW plus. And then it's like, at that point, I'm almost at the point where it's like, okay, I should just be paying however much extra over my internet to get cable, you know? So that's why I never went with that. I do like, cause some of the streams I'll watch sometimes instead of being like rips from TNT, they'll be from the fight and it's cool. Cause they don't actually go to commercial break. It just, or like if they do picture in picture, they still just leave it full screen and have commentary going and stuff like that. Almost like there isn't a commercial there. And some of that is fun. Cause like the commentators know that they're not on television per se. So they'll, you know, just kind of shoot the shit and, and do that kind of thing. So, and just not having commercials is a vast improvement over sitting, listening to the same freaking commercials over and over again, which they definitely can be if you're watching that stuff. Yeah, it, it sucks. Or, or it like in some of those things where if I, if I'm using the the actual app, it'll be like, oh, we're on a commercial break. And it's just silence. Yeah. That's like, God damn. <laughs> I, I kind of hate that. I kind of uh-huh. hate the silence. I was like, you, you can you have something going? Can you have some music or something? Yeah. Like, he at least have some music or something happening, yeah, man. AEW, at least they have, like, the logo up there, and then they have some, like, generic butt rock. Like, boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop. So, yeah. But that's that's what's going on with wrestling. All right. So, I guess we'll... Um, I'm sorry. I was trying to play Diablo at the same time. Uh, <laughs> the Diablo 4 beta, like... The last one until the service slam service. Well, I don't know if it's called a beta. It's called a so yeah. It's called service slam. Um. All right. It it didn't. I was hoping it saved your stuff. Your guy from the last beta or something. I I I thought it. I mean, I don't know. I thought it did. Hmm. All right. So what 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 am I? What am I, what am I doing? Okay, we're going to. Oh, you go. Going to uh, what we've been watching. Yeah. So uh, I've been watching some old movies that I haven't, I've never seen before. Okay. Um, so Alice in Wonderland, I never did watch the uh, Tim Burton one. Okay. And so I want to watch it in 3D. Um, I was going to ask. The reason I, Oculus. I, yeah. Okay. So yeah, on an Oculus. And the reason I haven't watched it the first time is because I, the reviews weren't that great. So. Yeah. I never, I never gave it a chance. And so I said, you know, I'm going to give it a chance now. And now I see why the reviews weren't that great, because it's not that good to me. <laughs> I don't understand what um, Johnny Depp is saying a lot of times. <laughs> I had to keep rewinding back. And I don't have... Um, but the subtitles weren't working. So I... Yeah, so I didn't... But yeah, it, but overall, the movie, it was... Like, it's okay. Yeah. Visually. Now, visually, it looks great. Yeah, I, I like the... Um, it it does it I like me I like the 3D effects and stuff, but yeah it's not overall yeah I didn't really like the movie and I didn't 
I stopped. I mean, I got kind of close to the end when they all met with the the White Queen, mm-hmm. um, whatever. And but other, yeah, it it was it was okay. It wasn't that good. Um, I wonder, did you see part two? Yes. Was and that better? I don't. I don't recall, but I don't think it was. Like I. I'm kind of right there with you. Like it, it's the first one's an okay movie, but it's it's definitely not like a good movie. Um, and I think the second one is like that, but maybe even a little less so. Damn, because I think the All second right. one they even go a little harder on the 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 Johnny Depp stuff, the the Mad Hatter oh, stuff. Okay. Yeah, less about Alice. What else um, did I watch? Oh, yes. And I finally did watch John Wick. Um, so everybody, because they talked about it, always talk about the sequels and stuff. And I, I used to always lie and say, yeah, I saw the first <laughs> one. That's it. And, uh, which I always saw. I saw it up to when he got beat up uh-huh. after his dog got killed. And I just never gone back. I just not that I didn't want to. It just, I don't know. I just saw something happen, and I just didn't really care to go back. Yeah. So now I say, like, I'm going to sit down and watch it. I mean, it's a fun action movie i mean it's a fun action movie i mean that's that's really what it is um a lot of killing some good um definitely some good fight scenes man um a lot of shooting scenes that i I did enjoy watching um but other than that uh it's it's it means okay it's okay i mean i'll watch the sequels just to see how they are so people seem to like them i'll i'll check them out yeah and yeah, that's all I really watched. Uh, I mean, I've been watching that show, uh, Fire on Mars. That's still going on. Mm. Um, I have watched like Secession up to episode maybe four or three of the second season. Okay. Um, but, um, I know they. Um, what was what's happening there? Oh, like oh, this is when they were all trying to get a former guy back. And Pierce, they're trying to get Pierce back to the in the fold. Um, but that's when they also he got back. He said somebody's out to get him, and he made these guys play the game, act like pigs or uh, something. Pigs on the sausage. floor. Is that yeah? Jeez, yeah. That was so bad, <laughs> so bad. That's <clears throat> what the rich think of us, Dominic. And that, and now I'm feeling bad for. The the guy who's the husband of the daughter uh, Tom, uh, because because yeah. now I feel bad because first I just like I was really like him but I mean I don't, don't really like him like him but I'm I'm more empathetic to him yeah. um than before like I like him and the um the cousin I guess he is Greg yeah um, yeah I, yeah I like him um though those are the guys who I kind of uh, stick with because and then Tom like. I don't know why she's why she married him because I was trying to figure out what's the benefit of marrying being with Tom. Right. Yeah. It's. I never got that. Like you see the benefit for him, right? It's it's basically yes. like a Triple H situation. But yeah, like she clearly doesn't seem like she's into the relationship too much because you know you see her cheating or whatever it, it, the first season, right? Yeah. So it's like yeah yeah what's going on there. I just, I just not getting what she gets out of it. Like, what is she getting out of this guy that she's 
clearly and like even when they just talk and stuff, it's like there's no chemistry here. <laughs> yeah. Like I can like for her like and like a person like her, I'm like, is it that is it this what it is that she didn't she wanted a weak man? Maybe that's what she is. She's like she wants a weak mm. man who can do what she says. Yeah. And she can do what the hell she wants. Maybe that's what it is. Because, yeah. but then why have a man at all? Exactly. Yeah. Now we're talking about like. <laughs> we be talking. I, I, I'm not getting these answers, these questions. I ain't, yeah, it's just all talking. Um, it just seems weird from her. Like I don't know. Like did she? Like oh, there was a time she didn't like them, but I felt like I, just the way she acts is just that. Like I, I would never think her that's like oh, this your man. That's like oh, I, you would think it had to be some benefit. Yeah, and I don't see the benefit. She's just got fun. So I know it can't dominant. be. That's all. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. Yeah, so that's it. So I guess we get to what we're playing. So uh, let's quickly get to these some of the other games before we get to the big one that came out. Of course, it's Zelda, but wait, leave that for last. Um, okay, so I'll get. I went back to Yakuza Three since I finished off with um, Persona. Mm-hmm. So Persona Three. So I went to Yakuza Three, and I was because I had started that. I stopped, and now I'm back and playing that. And game's still fun. Um, it's it's. Um, it is just a remastered, so it's not as good as those uh, remakes. Um, like the look of it, it's kind of old. It's like early PS3, mm-hmm. so early to mid PS3, because uh, that was a long generation. Uh, but it's it's still fun. I, I still like it. I still like the gameplay of it. Um, it doesn't have that gameplay where like the other games I like doing the cabaret that I was just stuck playing all the time. And things of that nature. It doesn't have anything like that. It does have a cabaret, but it's not as good as those. Because they made it better. Because that was def- those technically were later. Um, but um, the game has its funny moments. The action moments are cool. Um, I just I always love the atmosphere of Yakuza. Yeah. Also, I've been playing some Tiny Tina. I'm playing some more of that. So there's not really much talk, of, talk on that game. Um, the new games I played, I played that new um, Star Rail um game what what's the whole name of that um it's star like, rail um, this is anime we got your money yeah um well i didn't do the money stuff <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't pay anybody yet but it's it's the guys of the genshin ad pack yeah. basically um and it's it Hankai looks like genshin star Impact. rail yeah it's because it's stick with star rail um yeah <laughs> <laughs> um they it's like Genshin Impact, except for that this is more of an RPG than what Genshin Impact was. Genshin Impact felt more of an action RPG, like yeah. closer to Zelda. Um, so actually more ac- yeah, more action, while this is more RPG as turn-based and it has... So it's different than that. So it's not like you're playing, oh, this is just Genshin Impact in space. No, it's not that. Um, as far as gameplay-wise. Um, cool. I played some of it um like i'm still in the very beginning stages of it though like i'm still learning mm. i just finally got to a point where i got other characters but it's really anime as fuck <laughs> so i don't i'll see i mean i don't know if i'm gonna go back to it because of these other games i want to play yeah so i was given a chance i mean it it runs good it it looks good um like Genshin impact so i mean i was really into it because of the space aspect of it um but we'll see i mean i haven't got so far, I haven't got anywhere to be like, oh, man, I seems like I have to pay some money. Mm. But I'm like I said, I'm very early on. So, 
um, that's why I'm wondering, like, where's the money I'm gonna come to? It's come to if I'm gonna get to some people that's really hard to beat, and I'm gonna have to level up more, or how how do they want to take my money? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, what else have I played? I played some. Here I, oh, here I am. Ravenlock. Ravenlock was a new game that was on Game Pass that came out day and date on Game Pass, and it is by the guys. Who did um, what? I said the game was the name of the game. Echo Generation. Uh, yeah, Echo Generation. Yes, Echo Generation. It was that blocky anime game that kind of like Matt, like a almost Minecraftish kind of look. Yeah, but it was like Minecraft meets uh, Stranger like, Things kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and this is kind of like Alice in Wonderland meets almost that kind of Minecrafty look too. That blocky looked also, and. I don't know, something about this is a little less than that, but I guess it's maybe just the certain characters. Because it kind of still looks the same. Uh, <laughs> but it, I mean, it, it sort of does, but it looks a little bit different, too. Yeah, it's uh, interesting because sure there's it like the same kind thing. of a, a dynamic between like your character doesn't look blocky, but then kind yeah, of everything exactly. in the Alice in Wonderland-esque world does. And maybe that was the, how it was supposed to be done. Maybe that's what it was going to Because that's why I was really confused, because like, and Echo Generation, everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it is a more of an action RPG, though. Um, and this one, then, how Echo Generation was turn-based. And like this, yeah, because you, you got your sword. It's almost Zelda, I mean, Zelda-ish in that way, anyway. But it's not like a full 3D world. It, it It's kind of like a set camera, fixed camera, and you go to areas still. Um, I haven't got to, I'm still at the very beginning stages of that game also. I was just trying it out to see how, the feel of it. I heard it was a short game. I mean, it's, it seems very cute. Um, I'm using your word. I hate that. Um, but it, it's, yeah, it's, it seems very nice, uh, but I haven't really got far enough in it to really judge it. Um, I haven't really got to the part, I mean, I fought like a few enemies, but not much. Mm. Uh, when I finally got my sword. My puzzle world to this forest, which does has enemies in there um, to check this out. That's where I stopped at. But yeah, it does have like a little Alice in Wonderland sort of feel like you going to this other world and everything. You just moved into a new um, home, which is almost like it's a farm. It's an old farm that your aunt left to your family uh, when she passed away and you got to leave your friends. So you were kinda, you're kind of upset because you you're leaving the city. You're going mm-hmm. here and... Then you found this—I um, forgot what you find—a book or something or a mirror. I think you found a mirror, and you went into it, and that's where you got into this world. Gotcha. All right. So, what else have I played? And then, oh yes, then the big game that came on Xbox. Yeah. Redfall. Let's talk about. So it. I. So I tried it out. Um. And I played it on. I first tried it through the streaming, Xbox streaming. Mm. I played. I played some of that. I, the look of the game, like first of all, like the the graphic graphically, is not impressive. Like I was, I was thinking that okay, because um, I thought this was on both. I didn't know this was just next gen exclusive. So now that I know it's next gen exclusive, I'm like. This is one of those games they chose to be next gen exclusive when it didn't have to be. <laughs> because yeah. graphically, it doesn't look that good. And it, it 
it looks okay, but it doesn't look like something that's oh, this is next gen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's okay. I mean, the atmosphere is all right, but I was just looking it's like, why is this next gen exclusive? Why is this a seventy dollar game? Um, and but I was like, okay, I mean, but gameplay. I say, well, gameplay is where is that? So let me keep playing. Um, yeah, it is definitely did not give me good feels playing it. Like I did not. I felt like Dead Island was better than this game. Um, it like it. It's basically like a Dead Island game, but you're not finding like the enemies are sometimes so far, far and in between of sections. Like you start out, yes, because it's kind of teach you how to play. You fight some enemies here, there. Uh, the abilities seem eh, all right. Yeah. I mean, from the person I had, I tried out two p- different people because I played a game under your name through the stream, and mm. then I played a game just under my name yes. on the PC. Uh, it doesn't, yeah, it's definitely not optimized for the PC, and it's which it should. It, I feel like a game like this should run well on my PC because, like I said, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't look, look good, like yeah. it's that powerful. It doesn't look that powerful, and I played games that looked better than this, that wasn't better on my PC. So I just feel like it's not optimized well right. for my PC. Um, and, yes, yeah, there's not a lot of action in between, man. Like, it's, it's like, it's supposed to be like a, it feels like a looter shooter. Like, you know, you got to pick up loot and, you know, and um, ammo and everything. But without a whole ton of enemies and, yeah, like, cause I think the first mission is like, some people said, man, I didn't see an enemy until I got there. Because I guess it all depends where you go. Mm. Like, I did see a few enemies. Like, one time I did um, derail for my path and just start going to people's homes and stuff. And then I saw, like, there were some vampires hiding about. They, like, um, I, well, a, a vampire, um, I guess. I don't know if it was, like, or were they too powerful? These Because it was somewhat, it felt somewhat powerful. But then you have, sometimes you get multiple ones, vampires, but they're not, I guess they're lesser. And then you get those people who worship them. And then those are the people that seem like you probably fight the most. Um, the people who worship the vampires so that they defend and they try to kill you. And yeah, it's just, it's not that fun to me. I mean, it's, it's like if I'm, it's, if I'm choosing between Dying Light and Dead Island and this game, like I would think this would be like, okay, this game is going to be the better game or at least better than Dead Island. Um, because you know you got the guys from Arcane doing it. Like yeah. I, the look of the game, I can see art where Arcane because their art style's got it in it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and these are, um, I mean, this is like the flagship of Xbox was showing off. Even though you can argue that, well, technically it was making a game before Xbox purchased them, but Xbox purchased them, it's theirs now, and they were still making it. So they. Hey, it's their game. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit. Um, and like, it just feels like a like this is not from a top tier studio. This game, like, I don't, I wonder what went wrong. Uh, the shooting is okay. Like, there's nothing special about it. Mm-hmm. There's only a few people I see that they really enjoy it. You know, I do some people trying to really defend it, which I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why I even bother to defend it. And I'm not saying because, oh, because it's the bad. I just that if, if you like it, listen, if a lot of people are talking about now, there's some people, yes, they're just laughing because they're fanboys. But who get see, I mean, unless you're just into that. You're into arguing with fanboys, then okay, fine. Um, 
but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess you just like doing that. That's what you like doing. But like for legitimacy, like I'm trying to see like find people who legitimately like it, and like I, I don't see the point of you arguing. Just say you like it and let it go. Like most of the people don't like it. Is it mean? To most people, it's a bad game, and it's not because some people make excuses that people are just saying it's a bad game because it's thirty frames per second. That's the least of its problems, man. Yeah, like that's who I don't care. It's thirty frames per second. Like I couldn't give a shit. We didn't know that when we were making a big deal about it, Dominic. Yeah, I mean, I still <laughs> thought it was a good game. Like that, I was hoping that was the only complaint. Right. That's like, darn man, I can't wait till performance mode comes. Like uh, that. That doesn't matter. It's a perform- this performance mode there or not. Because it just feels like a, it's just a, it's not a good game. Um, I, it's just not much, like there in that, in that game. I mean, it's, it's less. It's a lot of potential, with what it is. Because I mean, we've seen games done this before. That's the thing. This is not. This is not like it's a, a whole new like genre or something. This is something that's been done. So it seemed like. So why, is this not even good? Like it should like. <laughs> Yes, it would have probably been disappointing if it was just like an eight. Like for some people, it would be. It'd be like, oh, because this is supposed to be one of their top tier games. And yeah, it'd be like, there are decks, but that's all you get. It you get an eight, but it's not even an eight. That's the thing. It's not even a game that's like, like good. It's a, it's a good game. It's it's all right. I, may, maybe some people may find appeal to it. Like if you're just into that whole thing of zombie-ish or um, supernatural vampire kind of shit and just shooting and doing stuff. And I, I heard some people say, hey, it's fun to play with people. Here's another thing. It's no matchmaking. Mm. It's it's strictly you have to have friends and get them. Why isn't there any matchmaking? All the other games have matchmaking. Dying Light has matchmaking. Did a lot. I mean, Dead, Dead Island has matchmaking. Um, Even that goddamn new game, um, which isn't really a looter shooter. It's more Left 4 Dead, but um, what was that called? Oh, back for blood. Yeah, back for blood. That yeah. has matchmaking. Why don't you have matchmaking? And from like, why isn't it- Microsoft again? Again, this is a game that started before Microsoft purchased them. But if this is going to be a flagship title for you, and by all means, it it was advertised kind of that way. It was it was put on that pedestal. Why would Microsoft the the people who seemingly care the most about online multiplayer, uh, why are you not supporting the the development of this to make sure that's implemented there? This is the same. I mean, you can say the same about 60 frames per second, right? Like why are you letting stuff come out in basically an unfinished state on your console? But we could say that about like halo too, right? Like, yeah, that's, I I mean, I mean, this is bad. It's bad. Like basically, Halo should have been like, okay, we ain't doing this shit no more. Like, because we had it, like, Halo's like, because they had to get something out there. Mm. Like, it's like, look, we got this new console. This is our big game. We have to get it out there. Fine. Like, like I was listening to some guys um, on um, the Twitter, like, the um, Twitter space. Uh-huh. That's kind of, yeah, that where they talk, where people, a lot of people talk, you know, get into the space and they, um, it's almost like a Discord kind of thing. Um, they, they were discussing this, and um, uh, oh my god, he's very emotional. Um, but uh, <laughs> but, he, but like, because he was just upset about what they were doing. Um, but he said it would better, it would better off, and it just when it never came out, man. Like, like it almost better off is like 
if they would have canceled shit, at least, at least, like, oh, cancel how they did Scalebound. Yeah, like, I definitely heard shit is some takes awful. like that, basically, because <laughs> yeah, a game like Scalebound, sure, it's still kind of a meme. It'll be brought up every now and then. But it's not really a blemish on their record, right? It's nobody's like, oh my god, I can't believe they've released that game Scalebound. This could have been that. That's uh, easy to say in hindsight. Like all the stuff we were seeing, it, it was really cool. Like I, I like the concept. I like the general art style that they were going for. But it definitely seems like this needed a lot more time in the oven and. And, and maybe and some know. other chefs in the kitchen to like point them in the right direction. Cause it, this isn't just a failing of like uh, resources. It seems like this, this seems like the, the idea behind this game maybe was not a hundred percent great to begin with. You know, I just didn't see a, I mean, then again, I'm not looking like I used to, but, but I mean, on Twitter, like what people, especially people who like to do the uh, console wars, I didn't see nobody showing no evidence of like, hey, this game is not looking so good, or this game is it's like, come on, man, this doesn't really feel that great. I didn't see a lot of that, and I'm thinking like, yo, where, like, there was. So I'm thinking this game was is going to be like, it's going to be probably pretty good at the at minimum, pretty just good, probably not great. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, when we were talking about Xbox, like at the beginning of the year, and, and kind of being a little more negative on them, we were we were never considering this game to be like one of their top tier things, but it was definitely expected to kind of hold some of that weight while they prepared something bigger, yeah. right? I didn't think it would be this awful. Like, I didn't think it would be like with well, this bad, like this this bad of a game. Um, I didn't. Like that, I really have no interest. Like the only interest I have is just breaking it because of cheats. Like that was <laughs> kind of my thing. Yeah. But it wasn't so bad on my PC. Sometimes it's just a struggle. And um, like with that, I mean that's that's on me. And I don't really blame the game too much on that. I mean, but the only thing I blame is that it don't look like it's that powerful. That right. I don't know why it would be struggling on my PC though. It's like you like, said, it's a not a next gen. Ex- it shouldn't be a next gen exclusive game, which means. You know, it, it shouldn't make your PC struggle the way it does. Yeah, because I'm like, okay, even like, which we call it, even though I still don't think that should have been next gen exclusive either. Um, like, the, like the Tokyo game runs Tokyo. Um, what we call it that came out? Yeah. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire Tokyo. That one better than this game, and that looks better than, and it looks better than this game. <laughs> Um, even now, which one called didn't run well at all. Um, the the game that came out last year, Deathloop. Deathloop that that didn't run that well on my PC. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was really. I can't really say that was, that should have been next gen exclusive either, though. But it. I mean, it's just that they didn't optimize it for current gen, so whatever. So uh, like wh- whatever. But I'm just saying. I play game. I play Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk looks b- so much better than this game, and it plays better on my PC than this game. Yeah. I mean, I beat Cyberpunk on my PC, and, and, and look, and it didn't run great. I mean, compared to what I seen on other people's like YouTube and stuff, mine didn't run that great. It wasn't good enough though for me to like to complete the game, because um, I was playing that between that and the um, streaming. 
but on Stadia. But um, for this tonight, to just the way it's, it's like it's not it's like what what are you doing graphically? What in here or like that it needs to go so slow? Like what what is happening here? Like, like I don't I don't get it. It's like why is this game running so bad on my PC? Um, but yeah, but playing on Xbox uh, through the streaming, um, like so, all, I'm playing off a of Series X. Like, yeah, I'm not seeing like I'm saying, man, this it doesn't it doesn't look that great, and the p- gameplay is average. The gameplay itself is average, but like the missions is is kind of bare bones. Um, the uh, yeah, the animation of the characters aren't really that good. I'm like, darn! I'm like, what is this? It's like, this seems like a a three, a late maybe at best a late three sixty game. Mm. Like, it looks like how what Bioshock Infinite sort of reminds me like the the people when I look at the people. Yeah, but it, the Bioshock Infinite looks like it looks better than that, <laughs> and that's an older game. I don't I don't get why. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what issues they had. Maybe we'll find get an article somewhere that align about what what they had to go through for this game. But for this game to come out to be this, to not even be just good, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, go for the people who are enjoying it. If you're really if you're really enjoying it, you're enjoying it. I mean, a lot of people I know like games that are critically bad. I like all dying, but not all of them. I like a lot of Dynasty Warrior games. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't like them. Um, but there's appeal to just killing shit, uh, a bunch of shit. Um, they, yeah, it, it happens. And as games that are great that I don't like, um, which we bought one of them right to talk about, and um, and, and just and all and all like Dark Souls ish games I don't really care for. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah, that that was really disappointing. It's disappointing that this had to happen. Yeah, and. Yep, so I'll be selling my Xbox. Damn, dang you, and I am, uh, I'm quitting. Because it's like, oh, they ain't getting Activision now, too? It's like, oh, God, what, what the fuck is out there? What is out there, Daniel? I don't know. Oh, we got Starfield. What's going to happen with Starfield? Is it going to be trash, too? too. It's going to be trash. Yep. Unless you um, listen to Phil Spencer. Say, Man, it's looked like Fallout 3. It's looked like Fallout 3. It's like, is this, well, why is this game so horrible? It's like I don't know, uh, but I think I think Starfield's gonna be I think it's gonna be a fine game, like a game I like. Um, it sucks that that's the only game that's really holding on hope <laughs> as far as Xbox exclusives. Like so now, I'm at the point where I don't care. Like like I mean, I'm not the people who say like Microsoft need to get the studios together. I, they need to get games. That's all I'm saying. They need to get games. Like I don't care if it's from them or not. Yeah, they need something a reason for people to get like the popular games it's like for me personally game pass is still viable but i know i'm not i'm not of the camp of like oh i need triple a you know i'm right. not triple a games i'm not that kind of guy anymore if this was like 10 years ago or something oh yeah i would be highly like man <laughs> fuck this shit but now i'm, I'm just in a different space where i don't I have a lot of. I, I don't mind going now back to play some games. You can just indulge in the different options. Yeah, I just get I whatever I can get. Like it's like whatever games I can get, I'll find something. Like I'll find something, and it's and I'm not a di- guy who forces myself to like some because you see a lot of games I don't finish. But I, sometimes I find a gem, and I'd be like, oh, I actually like this game. 
And it's not a big freaking triple A game. Yeah. Um, so like I'm just in a different space in my life like that. But if I'm arguing with somebody who's really like into gaming, but they like to they like to play triple A games. I mean, that's the thing that runs the business, really. That's what things that sells these consoles. Um, I'm gonna tell them like, look, man, you, you better off going to PlayStation. Um, like if you got like I mean, how, first of all, like how's your wallet? If your wallet's decent, go to PlayStation. They got the more exclusives. They seem to be stealing all the Japanese people's stuff games too. <laughs> and um, so if you're into if you're into those games, I mean, yeah, you get a Final Fantasy. I don't see Xbox getting Final Fantasy. They even get the Final Fantasy Seven remake yet. Yep. So it looks like there's something. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, <clears throat> basically, to get everything that Xbox got, um, except for their exclusives. So you're not gonna get Starfield, but you might not care. I mean, it, yeah. So what? I mean, you might not get Starfield. It might not be a big deal. You don't get Starfield. You might be playing other games to hold you over to hold you till you won't care about getting Starfield. I mean, it's a lot of games I didn't get on PlayStation. Even when I did get PlayStation, I um, well, I never got Bloodborne. That was told that was a great game. Um, oh, well, I don't like it. <laughs> so, but but I I I guess but. Maybe technically I missed out because I didn't give enough to a chance. But I don't know. I'll live. I mean, you'd be all right. It's Nintendo games I didn't get. Well, like, um, I'm trying to think what great Nintendo game came Yoshi's out. Yoshi's Woolly World. That I didn't play. Yeah, Yoshi's Woolly World. Um, I, I didn't I didn't get that one. Um, or was it Yoshi's, was Yoshi's Yarn the Wii U one? I think so, yeah. I can't okay. remember now which one's which. Wow. Now I'm just thinking about it. It's just the same shit. <laughs> um, I mean, it's just yawn and wool. Whatever. Well, uh, uh, the the latest one, I don't remember now. Because there was also like the 3DS one, right? So I'm trying to think what the Yoshi game on the Switch is. Because it was more like cardboard stuff. Oh, oh, okay. I'm think. I think. No, Crafted Kirby's world. yawn. We were thinking about Kirby's yeah, Kirby's yarn. That's yeah. what it was. Yoshi was yeah, crafted. Yeah, World, then, then Crafted World. Yes, Crafted. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So, um, but yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I missed some games on Switch and stuff. But, you know, listen, you can't play every game. I mean, you don't. Yeah, but I, mean, I guess you could. But it's not. You've got but so much time on your hands, people. You yeah. know what I mean? So, so it's, it's, I think you'll be all right. Um, but yeah, I yeah, I'm thinking about like, hey, the uh, the switch, and I mean, if you don't care about playing games at 30 frames per second, like the internet, like the bitch about, then the switch is still okay, <laughs> even though people like, I was like, whatever. Um, but um, and it's like, yeah, the switch and the PlayStation Five, man, um, they're they're the ones to bring having hitters. And thing is, here's the thing: this is the problem I really have with Xbox is that. They, for, are in a position to really show off their stuff. Because PlayStation ain't show shit off since God of War. They haven't showed anything off. Yeah. The, the, the most they did was the VR freaking headset. It's the VR headset. And Final Fantasy is, yes, but that's, it's popular, but... Not everybody plays Final Fantasy. That's not a thing. And, and even to some of the hardcore Final Fantasy fans, they even because they like it's just an action game, and sure. they, you know. So, and, um, but um, it's like they 
they're not doing anything. Like you, this is your moment to like you have months. You have months between God of War and now to really had something to really be like, oh, this is all about Xbox, man. It's about Xbox now. Because PlayStation, they don't have like ex- technically, well, Final Fantasy comes out, but then Spider-Man comes out like later on in the year. Yeah. Um, so it's like this is about the, these guys. Uh, I mean, it's about like the Xbox, really. Like the Nintendo, yeah, the Nintendo got Zelda. That's all I've been able to talk about for a while. Um, but you got nothing. So Xbox guys is like technically like as far as far as like big, like like big games exclusive that like everybody's playing. They don't have anything. Nope. They, like they don't have anything. Well, Sony technically does have nothing right now. Um. That's what I'm saying. This is a good time between Tony and them, not Count Nintendo. But Nintendo's got their game, and then Sony will eventually get Final Fantasy, and they have people talking about that game. Yeah. And I'm sure, it, it, based on their original schedule, if if everything had worked out with their whole, like, oh, these games are going to be out within the next six months or whatever, you know, in their heads, uh, they probably were trying to fill that gap. But the reality is uh, that that's what concerns me, right? Is like, we know about a lot of Xbox games. Like there are a lot of Xbox games that we have seen announced officially and then have just fallen off the face of the earth. And, and what is going on with that? Why, why can they not release games? They've got plenty of games to be released, but why are they not able to pull off actually completing and bringing to market any of these games? We're talking Fable. We're talking, shit, man, we're talking Hellblade. We've been talking about Hellblade since before that system was even that announced. Game, I thought that game, I thought that game was coming out when the system was launched. It was a launch I game. Mean, I thought that was, and it was a launch window game. And now here we are, what, three years after the fact? Maybe we'll see it this year, but I'm not even convinced of that because we have not really seen hide nor hair of it. You know, and it, then the games we have released all have problems. Yep. And you can only blame COVID for so long. Yeah, because I'm saying like a Sony, they came out with some games. Mm-hmm. Everybody else Nintendo, is putting out games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo's biggest like flop, flop, which was just a flop in perspective. I mean, like in the, not in money wise. But just like the Pokemon game, because yeah. it looked it looked it and played horrible. Like it shouldn't <laughs> looked and played horribly. Play the like best that. selling game in the series and one of the best selling games ever <laughs> to exist. Yeah, so that's that's the thing. It's like it's like oh, people just just love Pokemon. They're addicted to it. That that's really what it is. Um, but that was probably their their, their biggest gaffe. That was the biggest I like like the biggest gaffe is something. I ever seen from like one of their biggest franchise from from a big franchise from Nintendo. Yeah, is was that game? Uh, now, Flashy, that still worked out for him. Um, but yeah, it's like that Pokemon said, "Man, this game looks freaking horrible." Um, but I mean, it still played, but still, it was still a Pokemon game. It still played okay. I mean, you know, I mean, it was just it had like some chug issues, but it wasn't to a point where like it was unplayable. It was an unplayable game. See, that's see, that, that's a little diff. That's difference. Is it wasn't broken. Mm-hmm. Um, the see, Microsoft they ha- has things 
that were broken, like Red Flag, some things that happened that was broken and things of that nature. Um, then you, uh, I mean, during Halo, didn't have like co op in the campaign until freaking uh, a over year, a year later, later. yeah. Uh, but, um, And then I mean it was it's just um I'm trying to think of, what the damn Microsoft they had Halo and what the fuck they have I mean High Five was a Rush was a was a surprise yeah and and like like it's good to have those things but that that that's become like oh that's the biggest thing that's the <laughs> best thing to have um, meanwhile that should be the bonus thing. I'm trying to think what the Microsoft have. Man, it's just it's it's been disappointing. This generation has been disappointing for Microsoft. Like um, value wise, I mean, like I said, um, for me, like the Game Pass is where it's at. But I, I didn't, I didn't, I haven't felt a need to buy a new console. Like my friend, he could get a new console um, if he wanted. Um, one of my friends, and now he I mean, he now he's thinking about it because he's saying like games are exclusively just being put for new gen. He's like, darn man, I give me a console. Um, because I think like when Redfall came, I said, man, this is only, um, new console exclusive, man. I said, well, you can still play because he didn't really try out the stream and stuff. Cause I think it didn't work a while ago. So he didn't even try it again. Mm-hmm. I told him to try it again. I said, I think it's better. It might work in your, where you work at or you live at. Um, so I don't know if he did try it, but since that game sucks, it don't, it don't matter. <laughs> it doesn't even freaking matter now. So he still has not really found a real reason to get a Series X yet. He hasn't he hasn't got to that point yet where he can't play a game that he wants. Mm. Like, yes, he has a Switch. He's not really big on a PS5. I mean, the only game he ever wants is Spider-Man, but he hasn't even beaten the Spider-Man on PS4 yet. And he has that. So he that's why he's that's see, that's what's really holding him. Yeah. When we get a PS5, it's like, hey, I still got the PS4 games I didn't beat. Um, like, yeah, it's it's nothing. Series X really has. It's hard to argue it. It's hard to argue for, to pay for that console, really. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a it's, it's the most powerful console out there, but nothing to really show it off. No. And like that's why, like I'm more interested in getting like the Steam Deck or whatever this Asus thing if they ever bring a fucking price down because that's six hundred dollars <laughs> and seven or seven hundred dollars for a, yeah. a bigger one. I think it is. It's kind of steep. Um, what's that thing called? The ROG Ally, Republican yeah. Gamers Ally. Yeah, because I was like, damn, that's expensive. But it said like, oh, but it's 1080p. What they said, um, screen they yeah, have up 1080p, there. 1080p, 120 not- hertz. Uh, it's more powerful than the Steam Deck. It runs Windows, so you can get like Game Pass natively on there without yeah. having to reinstall the. But my Steam Deck is most likely going to be docked to my TV, and I know that the power is still. But I'm like, if it's still, I just for the just for the money. Like mm-hmm. if I can still play the games I want on the Steam Deck, then I'll I'll take the less power yeah. and do it. I mean, I wouldn't mind that Asus though. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind it. Um, they, they it's a dock too, right? You can dock to your TV. 
Yeah, I think it, it, I'm not sure if it just has HDMI out or if it does like USB-C over HDMI or something like that. But I'm pretty sure you can just hook it up to an external display. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, I do like that it has, wind- I mean, it has Windows uh, 11, I guess, up there. Yeah. Um. So that's nice of them. That's nice that it has that. Man, I just need <laughs> Hey, bet, bet some more money, man. Bet some money on these, on these games, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. I, can get, I can get it. Got a taste of the win. Here it comes. Yeah, I, I got to stop spinning on burgers. <laughs> All right. Because uh, I, I only bet small bets, so I only get like $20. The most I get $20, which is pretty good. That is pretty um, good. Yeah. Um, well, you got to see how much I put in. Uh, <laughs> how uh. much I put in for it. <laughs> I'm uh, getting 20 oh, back so really, I, I, $700. <laughs> all right so i guess we can get into the big game now damn we didn't even talk about zelda we're an hour <laughs> and 16 minutes in and we didn't even talk about zelda yet. redfall was always all gonna right. be a, a long conversation don't yeah uh <laughs> so now the big game the big release people will say i always say game of the year <laughs> i'm kind of saying that too so that's why i'm saying like so what's number two that's the actual <laughs> game of the year um so Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um, we both played it. You played it more than I did. Um, so you can go ahead since I've been talking about uh, Redfall. Yeah. So uh, basically, it's been talked about a little bit, but we haven't really seen much from Nintendo on this game. Basically, we're taking Breath of the Wild, using that open world Hyrule, and then adding a sky portion to it. It seems like uh, from a little bit of what I've seen so far, there might also be an additional area in addition to the sky stuff. Um, But I have not explored that yet. It still fits kind of that similar kind of style of this open world. You have multiple shrines just littered throughout the environment that you can pop into solve these little puzzles and and get some kind of gear or some kind of upgrade that you you find in there um they they start you out similarly to the breath of the wild where you're kind of on this area that you're kind of locked into to do your tutorial stuff they give you your three new powers the um the ability the I forget what it's called, the whatever hand that lets you put things together, basically build stuff, Ratchet and Clank, or not Ratchet and Clank, uh, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts style. Then you're also given the Fuse ability that lets you do kind of the same thing, but with weapons. And then you get finally the Elevation, I think it is, power that lets you just kind of swim up through objects and reach the top of them. So you can basically like... If there's a cave that has kind of a overpass and then an area on top of that you could be on, you can just basically shoot up through it, swim through the rock, and pop out the other side. Um, it seems like they've they've done a lot of this to kind of address some of people's issues with, with the previous game. You know, you still have your weapon degradation well, stuff. Well, what's, what's the issue? Yeah, yeah. What, what issues then? Things like that. Uh, basically, weapon degradation, climbing, stuff like that. I think a lot of these powers are intended to kind of minimize people's issues with those. Um, even something as simple as, you know, it takes some a decent amount of time to get across the map. 
I think the introduction of basically the ability to build cars could, uh, you know, address some of those issues as well. Now, from my experience so far, I I was telling you about this a little bit off podcast, but like I I'm somewhat enjoying the building aspect of it right now, but I feel like the time I'm committing to building a thing is then counterbalanced by the fragility of that thing. Like I'm going to spend 10 minutes putting together this elaborate boat and then I just cross like five feet of water and it's like, okay, maybe, maybe the next time I don't put that much effort into it. Maybe next time I take two logs, stick them together, throw a fan on it and I'm done. Um, I'd, I'd be interested to see deeper into this game, like how how much my level of interest in actually spending time to create creative things is actually gonna gonna work out. Um, the fuse stuff, I'm not really digging that too much. The the kind of weapon melding thing, at least for the melee stuff. The the arrow stuff is. It's weird because like you do it on a per arrow basis, so you bring up your bow. And then you select, uh, like once you've got your your arrow notched, you select what item you want to attach to it. So you're doing that on a, a per arrow basis. And I feel like if I'm doing that frequently, it's like if, if there's one arrow that I want to be shooting, like some kind of fire arrow or something or a bomb arrow, like I would like to see that maybe made a little easier. Um, and as far as like the melee stuff, you, once you fuse something, you can go into the menu and defuse it, and that just destroys like whatever you attach. So, like if you started out with a stick and you added a rock to it, you can have it remove the the rock, but the rock goes away. That's fine, I guess. Whatever. I haven't really done that yet. Um, but I pick up stuff like these these already fused weapons. I guess basically these like rock hammers you know as some of these enemies are carrying these things around and i think they're just regular weapons and then i go to fuse it with something and it tells me that it's already fused and i'm like well i didn't fuse it yet like uh, that aspect of it has me a little bit frustrated um the elevation thing seems totally fine so that stuff is 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 fine and uh, I think will be a nice addition to what the breath of the wild formula was so far. Um, as far as just gameplay wise, I'm having fun. I'm going through it. Um, I, I like the aspect of this is an open world. I can just go off and wander and do whatever I want, but also they give me objectives. I, I think that's what, kept me going through that first game because I'm very much a guy that can get sidetracked and eventually just fall off a game where this game is giving me direction. I know where I'm supposed to be headed. I might veer off that path because I see a shrine on the way, but I can find my way back to that path relatively easy. Um, so I think that's a positive for, from the way I play video games. Um, I, I, I think the game's beautiful. I think it's still going to run into some technical issues. Um, it's also a game that looks good on the portable screen because it's 720p. 
and it looks good from a distance on a television. But the closer you get to that game, the more you see the jagged nature of it. And they do an excellent job with the art style of kind of uh, melding that stuff a little more, softening the edges from afar. But if you get on top of it, it's definitely a game that would benefit from a much more powerful hardware, which is why, you know, after all these years of rumors of like Switch Pros and whatnot, like we were relatively positive about that idea of it because even with as many years of development as this game had, it feels like we're still going to see a lot of the issues that we saw with breath of the wild, despite the fact that, you know, a lot of the talk around that was, well, it was hampered by the Wii U. So once we get a game that's like fully dedicated to this hardware, then that's just not the reality of it. We're, we're getting the stuff from like the professionals, the, um, I always forget that site when I need to quote it, but you know, the, the extreme, the digital extremes, digital foundry. Yeah. That's it. The digital uh, foundry people, like they've already put out their reports saying, yeah, like you find Kakariku village and it's going to have slowdown just like it did in breath of the wild. So that is, that's unfortunate. Um, I think so far, the the grand scope of the game and the gameplay I think are gonna do well enough to to hold this game in high enough esteem that people aren't gonna be too worried about that. This isn't gonna be, you know, Redfall pre-launch where it's like, oh well, thirty frames per second. I can't play this game now. People are gonna play this game. People are gonna love this game, and it's gonna run like shit sometimes. Um, hopefully, you know, the emulation scene kicks off well enough that it, it gets this game in good running shape. I've seen some stuff I've, you know, stayed on the fringes a little bit just because I was waiting for the game to actually come out and and play some of it before I started seeing like some of the more spoilery stuff from it. Um, but it seems like day by day, week by week, the, the emulation scene of this game is improving. So it, it would be interesting to see a, a 4k 60 frames per second version of this game existing in some form or fashion, whether it be through means that Nintendo provides or not. Um, But that's kind of what's going on with this game. Otherwise the early stuff you're going to see, I mean, outside of the fact that you're in the sky is very much going to be reminiscent of breath of the wild. That is very much, a continuation of that game and a game built on the shoulders of that game. This is not going from Skyward Sword to Wind or Skyward Sword to Breath of the Wild or anything like that. This is Breath of the Wild going to more Breath of the Wild. And, you know, some people are going to like that. Some people are going to hate that. Some people might find some of the changes in this game to be an improvement. But. There's uh there's definitely some kind of jank to it, you know. You and I again were talking before the podcast, but the fact that and I'm pretty sure this was the case on Breath of the Wild, but like <coughs> excuse me, sorry. Um the fact that your run button and your jump button are in a place where you can't really easily push both of them at the same time. So it's hard to find yourself running and then jumping out of a a run. Um, 
And they don't give you like super crazy accessibility options or even the ability to remap buttons. I know you can do that in the Switch like firmware, like on a system level, but I don't want to do that just for one game that then is going to mess that up for everything else I play, you know? Um, so that's another one of those things. It's like, oh yeah, this would maybe be a little better if you emulated it and gave yourself the ability to, to change those options on a per game basis. Um, but I digress. Um, so what are, what are your feelings on it so far, Dominic? All right, so far, um, okay, so I'm right at the beginning. I only did the second, no, I only did the first one. I'm going to the second shrine. Mm-hmm. No. Or, I, I mean, did, no, 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 yes, that's right. At the first shrine. I only okay. did the first shrine because I was able to um, glue stuff together. Right. That's, that's, that's as but far as I But you can't do weapons, to. yeah, right. No, right. I can't do anything with weapons yet. Gotcha. Um, so, like, I'm, yeah, still at the very beginning. Uh, the look of the game, it still looks, it looks gorgeous uh, for, for what it is, for what Zelda is. I mean, it still looks gorgeous. I mean, I still love the art style. Like, the art style itself, like, and, I mean, graphically, it still looks good. It's just, you know, we, we know limitation of the hardware. It's not, it can look better. Like, if you just yeah. smooth it out, and I feel like this, at least smooth it out, it's smooth, the smoothest of it or something. <laughs> Man, that it I mean it'll just look better, yeah. but it, it looks still looks good. Uh, Give it a fresh coat of Vaseline. Yeah, I mean, I love uh, all the little graphical details they do with it. That they like, like they did with Breath of the Wild. I love how like the, the sway of the grass, the um, the, the shadows, um, the way Link um, looks, his hair flows and stuff like that. And the the material and um, it it, it all. I, I love all that stuff um, about the game. And, um, um, okay, I'm trying to read this person's review before I can just copy what they say, um, <laughs> how great this game is. I was, I was, joking, I was joking. I ain't doing that. Um, no, no, but no, it, and I, I like uh, the inventiveness, just like how I did like the shrine puzzles, like how inventive they were. And I can see now, like, oh my God. With this building stuff, I can just imagine what some of those shrines are, yeah. and imagine some of the things you can do in the world now that you could do, um, build like these different contraptions and stuff like that, like things I've seen. I see somebody build like a boat uh, with. I saw some, someone building like a, a fully like functional mech already. All right. Like, uh, oh, really? Like yeah. like a robot? Yeah, like you can control oh. with the way they walk. They shoot off missiles and stuff. It's it's insane. I know the. Uh, the speed run time for this game is currently like 94 minutes. So, okay. Um, it's wild. So I, I mean, but thing is, I know this is still just like how breath of the wild was like when I finally got to play the way I want to on the PC, I ended up stopping, um, because I mean, I just got burned out Mm. and, I started I started Breath of the Wild again right before the game was released, just playing around with that again. And they've done so much better as far as emulation with the Wii U one I'm playing. Still still the Wii U version of yeah. it. Um but it, it runs so well on my PC compared to what it did the first time I tried this. And like I I like it even more. It's like, oh my god, this is one this is so perfectly. Um and me putting like little things like 
no breakable weapons and shit like that. I I like that. Or I <laughs> actually leave them breakable because I do want to keep switching weapons. Uh-huh. I just have it. It it lasts a little longer. They last longer than what they did before. Uh, and the stamina, I turned definitely turned that off. Like I, I'm just, I just do not care for that. Yeah. And I was reading people arguments for it because um, somebody put down there was a Reddit um, page about people, people talking about people who complain about stamina, saying like <laughs> that's part of the gameplay. That's part of that's part of the the game of you exploring. And I get it. I totally understand what they're saying because that is that I see that 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 is the game like you exploring figuring out how to get to places yeah. with the limited stamina you have. I just don't care to do that. I just felt like there's there's a lot of game here. I don't need any more. That I don't need that to be one of them. Like that's nice that it's there though for y'all people, but I wish it was an option for me where I didn't have to care because I'm still going to explore. Right. I'm still going to look everywhere, but I just, I don't want that. I don't want the game within the game, within the game. Like it's, I don't want, I don't want to go that far with it. And I, but I get, but I get their choice. So I'm, I'm like, well, it's their choice and that's fine. That's totally fine. Um, so, but it's just that, that hinders me a bit more so than the breakable uh, weapons because yes, you can pick up weapons everywhere. That's what a lot of people say. Even though I don't care for those weapons, I pick up everywhere. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I find a weapon I want. I don't want, but I want to save it because I'm like, I want to use this. Right. I don't want to save. What's the point of me saving it? What's the fucking having it if I'm not going to use it? Um, like I say, oh, you save it for certain enemies. I don't know. I ain't saving shit. Like I just want to, I just want to use it. I just wish. I just hope. I, I just hope I find a better weapon next time. Um. So, um. Yeah. So like those problems, they're they're still there. Whatever, um, but I play. I want to play this a little bit longer, maybe, um, just to get far enough to really start building stuff, just to see what I can do. But it's, that's the thing with me. I feel like I'm going to burn myself. It's another game. I'll burn myself out because I get frustrated, or I'm trying to do something that's a little complicated, and I'm trying to figure it out. Then I even if I finally do it, I'm like, I want to take a break, and then I end up just not playing it anymore mm. for a long time. And I feel like this this gets this the game that seems to do that. And I feel like I'm that's this is the game that will definitely do that. Cause now when people are saying like, oh, all the things you do with like building stuff, it's like, oh shit, well that's just more stuff for me to not even finish the game. <laughs> um that that that's exactly what it is. More distractions. Um But I mean it it's cool all but it's cool all the things they let you do in this world and everything, but it's just not the it's not the game for me. Like, if, like I said, if there was a great story in Zelda, like there was a nice story, not just object. I don't want just a, objectives does help, but if there was like a story that I feel like I can really immerse myself with in Zelda, I would definitely be playing this game. Like, mm-hmm. I will go, I will go through it. But since the story has always been bare, um. This one is different. I mean, it's it's different. Now you got the people in the sky, and I guess they died, and I'm seeing the ghosts and the mechs are still alive. Everything. I mean, yeah, the world is beautiful, uh, but it's just I. I don't want to still. I want. Yes, I like the idea. Of like, oh, you make your own story. They say I like that. Yeah, but I also wanted to have their story too at the same time. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I got the story. Well, the story is basic. You, I guess, you're saving the print. Well, I don't know where the princess is right now. 
Um, I don't know what the fuck happened to her. Um, but she just disappeared. As far as I know. Um, but I, I need, I, w- I yeah, I would be into it. But it's just that this is this feels like a sandbox with some missions, and I do them. I do some missions. I mean, I do some of the the quests. I can do a whole lot of extra stuff too, um, just to have fun with the game, and that's fun. But then I end up stopping, like, because I, because I, I don't the end game. I realize the end game is not. Is it worth it? It's like I felt like, well, I did mostly everything. I mean, I did. I, I mean, I ain't gonna say I did everything, but I don't know what more. Like, I'll get to a point where I'm burned out. Where I feel like, is there any more to make me do? What want to keep going to beat the game? And I, I feel like that's the type of game it is uh, that I'm just gonna get burned out on it and don't care to uh, really finish it. Like I, I. Like, and I, I like open world games, but I need something. Like, I mean, see, like with Red Dead Redemption 2 and 1, their stories what kept me going. Like, or when you do do missions, it kept me going. Like, I still don't know why there isn't voice acting in this game. Like, why they always have it sometimes. I was going like, to say, I, like, yeah, I, it's, it's limited, which is almost even more annoying. <laughs> I'm like, why? Like, why did you even have, like, you have it sometimes. Like, why does it have it all the time? Like, what's What's holding you back from this? Not wanting to money. pay these voice actors even more. Because it's not money. You you have enough money. It doesn't make any sense that you don't have voice acting in the game. Like this, I don't know. Just I just feel like it, it could be like this game. As great as it is, like as great as it, it can, it can do more too. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know why it, it choose to be that way it, I mean, it sounds so funny that i'm saying it's limiting itself but it it is it's like i don't like the base i don't know why they, like and accessibility options um I, that's pretty bad i heard um like you can't even turn off subtitles during cutscenes. that's crazy that is weird yeah because now that you got voice acting now i can see if you didn't have voice acting like, like, so it's like, oh, well, I guess, yeah, I'm not gonna know what the hell they say, <laughs> you know, so nothing is me, but you can't, yeah, because somebody was like, I, like, man, why don't they give you the option to turn the subtitles off during the cutscenes or something like that? Um, and I think it was something else. I think, I mean, it's a lot, to, yeah, they are really behind on accessibility stuff compared to these other studios, yeah. Which is kind of wild, because like, like, if you want to make it like a cultural thing, like Sony is a Japanese company, and they are almost at the forefront of this stuff. And yeah, they're a Japanese company, but they're, they're, their their best are games <laughs> are, are are not sold over there. Yeah, <laughs> it's, they don't sell true. over there. That's what's funny. Um, so it's still it's still Western. It's still the Western games that are really doing it. Yeah. Um, they um yeah Sony is like. The opposite of what Sega and Nintendo is, they'll let the Western people tell them, like, hey, we want to <laughs> do this stuff. It's like, okay, yeah, y'all go ahead. We have, we don't, we're not going to feel shame um, from if y'all do stuff that's slightly better than other Japanese people. We're not going to feel shame in that. Well, like I'm Sega sitting here and- trying to think of like what a, <laughs> a Japanese Sony game is now. <laughs> I can't really think of any. Uh, uh, 
no, no, no. They, I don't know any. They, I think they do have a studio, but they probably ain't making no games. Yeah, nothing recent. Shit. <laughs> they, yeah, they really don't. They just, they just let the third parties come. Well, no. let let them come as in they pay them, pay them all. sums of yeah. money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently, their Japanese and, studio and, and, is the one that did Astrobot. So, like, okay, they're doing good things, but like, maybe they should make a full game. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, but Zelda, yeah, yeah, Zelda, um, the great game. Yeah, I know, I know, like, yeah, everybody loves it. Um, but it's pretty much the same for me. It's, it's 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 a good game. It's not really what I want. It's not my favorite kind of Zelda game. Mm-hmm. I I still prefer the other ones um, more so than this. But it's it's nice that it's there and everybody can talk about it and post their contraptions and shit they do. So I just have to wait till I have a stronger PC or get a Steam Deck where I can play the the illegal copy of it, um, the emulated copy, before I can use my cheats and do it how I want to do. Yeah. All right, you got anything else to say? No, I think that's it for me. All right. Um, you know what? I am going to... Well, hold up. How many games do I have to say on the um, flashback segment? Because I might skip it. Not cause... a whole lot. There's a couple things of note, but... It's very few, like, large things, and very few in general. Yeah, I might hold out and just say all of the rest of May next week. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. So we're just going to skip the gaming news. We're not going to have a flashback segment, but uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, get to the gaming news. All right. And we're back. And now we're getting to the gaming news. What we got, Dan? All right, Dominic. First up here, we got Midnight Suns for the Nintendo Switch has been officially canceled. They put on a little live stream, uh, I think two weeks ago now, the week that we hadn't recorded, uh, where they basically said, hey, these are the uh, last gen versions, the PS4 and the Xbox versions. We're coming out with those. And uh, the Switch one has been canceled kind of in passing. That's not too surprising considering the fact that that sounds like that game did not sell particularly well. Um, I don't know what kind of struggles they may have been having putting it out on the Switch. Uh, You know, that game wasn't like a graphical powerhouse, but it looked good and probably would have required a decent amount of work to get it up to the Switch standards, even you know, coming out on the Xbox One and the the PS4. So. How people feel about the Diablo Three on a Switch? Um, I'm trying to think if I I have any uh, knowledge about what people were saying about that. I, I thought the the kind of tenure around that was like it was decent, but uh, let's see. Reviews say. Reviews were pretty positive, it seems like. Uh, GameSpot gave it a 9 out of 10 for the Diablo 3 Eternal Collection for the Switch. So, that is uh, even higher than I would have expected. Sounds like it handled it pretty well, but... You know, it's an older game, so 
you know. Yeah, it is. I mean, I was just curious about this the type of game. Yeah. Um, it seems like it handled. Yeah, it that's better. unfortunate. Yeah, I, I, it's unfortunate the way that game kind of was received in general. Uh, it's a game I'm pretty positive coming out of that free weekend on. It's not something that I'm still rushing out to to buy, which maybe is you know its biggest problem. Maybe it has longer legs as it drops in price. People will grab it, but it's been to some pretty low prices already. So I, I just wonder. I feel like that game's going to kind of, I'd say die on the vine, but it feels like it's already off the vine and sitting on the countertop dead. So uh, that sucks. I'm saying, like, it's selling. is it selling worse than XCOM 2 did? <sighs> that I, I don't know, honestly. You would, you would hope not. I mean, it's just simply from the fact that it has the Marvel license attached to it, but... Because that's what I, I want. That's what I want to know. Because I want to know if that just tells you that that license is not big. To, it's not there to just be. It can't be just sold or based on name anymore. Yeah. That's what I'm just. That's what I'm curious about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have to look into that. Um, all right. Next up, Dominic, we got news of a new Double Dragon game. Double Dragon Gaiden: Rise of the Dragon has been announced. Uh, unfortunately is going to be launching with local co-op only with online supposedly coming at a later date. This has a very, uh, like Scott Pilgrim esque pixel art style with kind of chunky characters. What is game development? Is that what they go for now? Is this what they do? Like they say, we will make a date and see what, what can we do up to this date? And then we'll add (laughs) stuff later. Maybe. Like, why can't shit just come out and have everything, like, when it's supposed to? Like, it's not even DLC. This is just basic, yeah. like, oh, <laughs> you can Fully play Fully realized game. Why can't we get those anymore? I Yeah, because that, that's why I say, like, allegedly, because I wonder, like, if the idea behind it is that it's not going to be their launch, are you then saying, like... Could it be where if this game doesn't sell particularly well, you you don't put the effort into yeah, you don't put it out yeah launching it online. Well, well, well. Thing is, for me, I'm not buying like Daniel. It could be a great game. I'm not buying it until it has the um online. Yeah, because absolutely. I, I mean that's the whole point. For me, we're past that at this point. Like that should be. That's what drives me a little crazy about this. Is like. Why are there not systems in place from the from the console makers that that just this is the stuff that you need to or even I don't know like from Unreal why why is there why are there not just systems in place to to make this work I mean there's stuff on Steam there's stuff built into Steam where it's like we can just basically turn your local co-op games into to online games why is that not the case on these systems and if that's the case then why why is this not just a default thing right like i understand if you don't necessarily have the the development resources but take advantage of that kind of stuff right so like why is why is microsoft not offering that service why is not sony not offering that service if steam can do it makes me wonder It's just really no excuse, man. I, I don't know. People, 
just nickel and dime and <laughs> like they are just I save money everywhere. Yeah, like I don't know. Like, especially after Ninja Turtles. I'm like, <laughs> dude, get your online shit together. Yeah. I just Double Dragon is one of these weird things to me because like Double Dragon is a name to me that's like synonymous with video games. Meanwhile, there's not like a single game in this series that I look to and I go like, oh yeah, that's that's the game that people are still talking about. You know, it's it's in the conversation of a a great game. And I was trying to think back, like Double Dragon Neon had a pretty cool art style. This one, like it, the Scott Pilgrim art style fit Scott Pilgrim because Scott Pilgrim was like a very much like video game homage type thing. Whereas like this just feels off. I, I feel like the Streets of Rage kind of art style that they went with on that last game would fit a double dragon game much better than this one. What are you, what are you thinking? Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I actually look, Oh, this, is there a trailer for this game? Yeah. Let me uh, see. see I, I need to get a look at the game. Yeah. Dragon. Let me see. Double dragon. What's it called? Gaiden, Gaiden, right? Yeah. And like it's oh yeah, it has that old style. Oh, style. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I would prefer it. Yeah. And like it's, it's being it. co-created by like Arc Systems. Like, could you imagine a beat 'em up that looked as good as like one of their fighting games? Like, come on. What yeah, are we because doing I like I like the look of um, Streets of Rage. Mm-hmm. I exactly. like what they did with that, that. game. Looks awesome. I don't, yeah, I don't see why you have to make it look like a Nintendo type of look. Like Double Dragon, yeah, I don't think Double Dragon needs to, needs to be like that. It's like like Ninja Turtles because when Ninja Turtles has that Super Nintendo arcade look, um, but it it had an art style that you know is pretty good. That I it still has that cartoonish kind of Ninja Turtle art style. That yeah. makes it, it was reminiscent of like the cartoon. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. This I feel like I mean it's nice that it looks like this, but I don't know. I kind of do wish it was. It looks kind of budget. Yeah, but I think maybe they they feel like the the art style say like well this style is like supposed to be oh we gotta make everything look nostalgic, but I feel like it didn't have to. Mm. The situation didn't do that. No, it don't. It didn't have to do that. And I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe they also didn't want to, they wanted to differentiate themselves from Streets of Rage, but I don't know. At the end of the day, it just feels kind of unfortunate because I, I mean, I don't like it personally. So I guess it's just me just saying I don't like it, but at the same time, it feels just kind of, eh. I mean, to me, I, I'm okay. I'm actually, I mean, I'm okay with it, but I would, I would have preferred it not to be. Yeah. They gotcha. All right, next up, Dominic, Hollow Knight Silk Song. We finally got some news about that game, the follow-up to Hollow Knight. 
uh, last seen as part of Microsoft's presser saying, you know, it'd be out within the next six months. Unfortunately, that is not the case. Their community manager took to Twitter to basically announce a delay. There's no new date, just basically saying, hey, it's not going to make it out within the first half of 2023. Um, this is a game that I look forward to. I still have not beaten that first game, so I'm not like, oh my God, I need it now. So, like, but at the same time, I I know there is a large audience for this game that has been anticipating it for quite a while now. So, like, I I just want this game to come out, you know, complete. Like we were just talking about, games don't really do that anymore. So, like, just give this game the time that it needs to finish. It's a theoretically still a smaller indie team, you know, Team Cherry that works on this game. So, if they need the time and they have the resources to to give themselves the time, I. I think they just need to do that. This game will come when this game comes. So that's kind of where it is with that. Yeah. All right. Next up, Dominic. Uh, we talked about it a little bit. You mentioned it, the Asus ROG Ally, ROG, Republic of Gaming. They're, they're like kind of niche brand for super extreme game stuff. Um that thing is basically a Steam Deck competitor. It is a portable handheld PC. It is launching June 13th for $700. That is $50 more than the current top tier Steam Deck, the one with the matte display and the uh, most storage. It comes with a 1080p screen and uh, 120 hertz which is an improvement over the Steam Deck. I think Steam Deck's is 720p and only goes up to 60 hertz. It's also got a faster, more modern processor. It runs Windows 11 instead of like a proprietary OS or Linux. Um, so you will have Game Pass support right out of the box. It's also going to come with three months free of Game Pass Ultimate, which is pretty cool. There is going to be a slightly less powerful version coming in quarter three of this year uh, that will launch at $599. Um, this, this thing looks pretty cool. Um, as far as like Steam Deck competitors go, um, you also have like the Ion Neos that have been around for a while that are far more expensive. They're usually in like the thousands of dollars. Um, it's nice seeing someone come along and price things so aggressively. I mean, obviously, $700 and $600 respectively are still quite expensive. But when you're talking about a replacement for a gaming PC where you may find yourself spending somewhere around that for just the GPU, that price, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's competitive. Um, I, I think the idea of just having competitors out there for the steam deck, like it, these companies realizing that there is a market for this kind of device. I think that's really cool. And I hope to see more companies get into that space to, to maybe drive the prices down even more, you know, more competition, theoretically, you know, that leads to results like that. So I'm, I'm excited to see kind of where this war goes with this kind of stuff that the steam deck and the, the ally seem like pretty good devices. So I'm, I'm here for it. What do you think, Dominic? Yeah. I, 
I do. I do want to see some more competition because so by the time I have I have finances ready to get one, uh, I'll have a lot to choose from, mm-hmm. and that, that's what I want. I mean, this is what remember. I, this is what I've been talking about ever since Nvidia had the um, the shield. The shield. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, thing is, see, this there was multiple. It was called the shield, but then there's another Nvidia, the shield, where it was just uh, hooked like up to your TV. It wasn't. Box, it wasn't yeah. a portable. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I was getting confused. Like, what's that called? A shield something? Or something? I don't know. I don't know if they just kept the name and just. Yeah, I think whatever. when they moved away from like the portable situation, they just kind of used that branding on on that set top yeah. box. Um, because yeah, because I remember when I first came out, I really wanted that, and mm-hmm. um, and then it was even like people were still selling it. Um, you know, um, for cheap like on eBay or something like that. But now we're we're actually getting them. Those things back. Yeah. Like, yeah, like NVIDIA was too ahead of his time. <laughs> too ahead of his time. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, especially, like, now the peripheral, peripheral, whatever, the the kind of expansion of game streaming stuff, you know, whether it be from the cloud or your PC or even sometime in the future your Xbox, you know, that, that stuff, just around the house kind of streaming, that it's cool yeah. to have one of those kinds of devices, you know, separate from your phone, which also you, you can do. So, yeah. All right, Dominic. Next up, Super Mega Baseball 4 is coming on June 2nd. And this time they are bringing MLB legends like David Big Poppy Ortiz and Babe Ruth and Willie Mays. So, you know, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that series has been pretty good. But I know my friend; he's really into it. Mm. He really likes it, and I played some of it, and I I did enjoy it. I just I just never really stuck around for it, but yeah, yeah. It it. I mean, a good arcadey baseball game. It, it feels like that's the best of them right now, and I, I like the look of it. I like um, and I like what they're going for. Um, like just a different. Um, not so much a different. I want. I want to say, well, somewhat of a different market, but just at least, mm. at least a different type of game, not just a simulation. And I don't know about um microtransactions in that game. Like I know the first game, it didn't have it. I don't think the second game did either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it even does. But that now stuff. they're owned by EA, Dominic. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they they're gonna have tons of it. Yep. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised it's not free to play or something like that. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> you gotta unlock Dave Ortiz. Man, I didn't even think about that. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if they had announced like, hey, because it's such like an arcadey thing, like it's not competing with, you know, any other it's not it's not competing with uh Sony's The show. Yeah, the show, thank you. It's not competing with that, so I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, ah, how how can we milk the money out of these people? I will make it free to play, and you know, people that that are playing the show might also start picking this up, and we'll sell them some card packs or whatever, you know. So yeah, yeah, we shall see. But that game, the that trailer looks pretty good. They got some new stadiums in there too. I think they said six more, which I think they were already like six or something like that in the previous games. So yeah, that should that should be pretty cool. All right, Dominic. Next up, we got rumors uh, for the next Mortal Kombat game. Uh, 
basically all things point to that being Nether Realm's next game. It sounds like it's not going to be a Mortal Kombat 12, though. It may be called Mortal Kombat 1, in fact. Uh, they're going to basically reboot this series again. That last game had, you know, Chronica in there controlling time, and at the end it was uh, Liu Kang, right, that ends up with, like, her yeah. her uh, hourglass. So yeah, yeah, and I don't know. See, I didn't play the um, Aftermath, so I can't... I mean, I played the Aftermath, but I didn't, didn't finish it. Didn't beat it, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what's the ending of that and how that ties. Uh, and I, yeah, I need to go back to finishing that up. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Uh, it sounds like, you know, they're still owned by Warner Brothers right now. So uh, the rumors are that some of the guest characters that would appear in this game would be Peacemaker from, you know, DC and then Homelander from The Boys, which those would be pretty cool characters and pretty fitting for a Mortal Kombat. I oh, think. yeah. So that'd be neat. I also just threw this in a here. Game, a game for all, for all ages. Yes. <laughs> of course, yeah. I threw this in here because it's, you know, kind of tangentially related. Uh, Mortal Kombat, the movie, the second one, you know, at the end of the first one, they tease that yeah. Johnny Cage is going to be in the next movie. Uh, there are some rumors out there saying that Carl Urban, again, from The Boys, is going to play Johnny Cage. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's, he's Billy the butcher in, in the boys. Oh, okay. He also played like judge dread in that dread movie. Uh, he oh, man, he's going to play an American the star. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's the thing is like, I, I just wanted to kind of have the conversation real quick of like the Miz, right. Is like the perfect epitome of Johnny cage. And yeah. it, I I just feel kind of sad for him that like he might not get this role because yeah is he the best actor probably not but like Johnny but, but, Cage but, is not the, the best is in actor. that movie who the hell is in that movie <laughs> exactly yeah so it's like not, he would have been the Miz would be all right in that movie shit yeah yeah, yeah that that's true like I can't think of like a single person that's like a a big name, like high level actor in, in that first yeah, movie. I don't, it's not that type of movie. I no. mean, if they were, if they were going for that, they, they, they failed. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was, I was kind of disappointed when I saw this news, like Carl Urban's a good actor, but like, I don't know if that's what I'm looking for in a Mortal Kombat movie when you could literally just have the Miz who is Johnny Cage in real life, just be that guy. And, I'm sad for the Miz if he does not get that role. All right, Dominic. Uh, next up, uh, Summer Games Fest is right around the corner. Devolver Digital has no, man. announced God, that. God damn. Yeah. Like, it's so weird because, like, May just started, but May is also halfway over at this point. And oh, uh, it feels like, you know, June will be starting. It's the worst, one of the worst months in the year, man, because it has. Both Mother's Day and my mom's birthday there. And I always have to <laughs> worry about that. My, my my birthday is in there, but I cancel that out. I mean, that's what it should do, right? Then <laughs> you should only have to worry about either Mother's Day or your mom's birthday. Because it's like, look, tell her don't, that. don't get me anything for my that. birthday. I'm not going to get you anything for yours. <laughs> <laughs> you get Mother's Day. I tell Day, her that's that all, all the yeah. time. And then, but that doesn't work. No. 
that's always the way it's got to be. You just got to start making like macaroni art or something for her. <laughs> like, look, this has got to be enough. I'm still your son after all. Just think of me as a child. All right. So, yeah. So Digital Devolver has announced that they're they're doing their show on June 9th. They always do this like over the top Nintendo Direct-esque, you know, video that they pre-record. Um, and then, of course, I just figured since we were talking about them, we would also make note of the other ones that we know about already. Xbox is doing their thing on June 11th, as well as like their Starfield long form thing after that. And then Ubisoft on the 12th is doing their Ubisoft Forward. Uh, Summer Game Fest itself, I got to look up, though, because I did not make note of that. That is on June 8th. Okay, so that actually kicks off everything. So that's a day before the Devolver thing. All right. That actually is uh, good for Keeley because he actually can get out of in front of everything, I guess. Um, yeah. Yes, but that means we are even closer to, you know, we are literally one, two, three weeks away from the biggest video game news of the summer, Dominic. Is there anything that you're looking forward to or predictions that you might have for what we may see? Um. Uh, let me see. I, I honestly don't know. I also I, forgot I really to mention that there's some speculation that Sony's thing, that Sony may be doing a, a bigger showcase before the end of this month, even. So they may be the true kickoff to something because I think the talk around that is, especially now that E3 is not happening, that Konami might have something to announce at uh, Sony's thing. And from the rumors I have heard, uh, it might be something Metal Gear Solid related, like a, a remake of possibly three, I think it was. Is that something you'd be interested in? And three, maybe, maybe three. I wouldn't mind going to that because that's not as memorable as two. I played two a million times. Three only mm. beat twice. Gotcha. Um, I it's not as memorable as two um, or one. So yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Those games, like looking back at them, the controls always seemed kind of like convoluted. I would like to see a more modernized, streamlined type game out of out of one of those, and, and see what they would be able to pull off with that. But. This is a modern day Konami. I don't know what to expect out of them anymore. So I guess we will see, but that does feel like that would be pretty big for Sony. If they, they had that to show off, which means, you know, Microsoft, you, you gotta figure your shit out, man. Like it, it can't just be, you know, we're, we're trying, we're trying to get it together for the gamers because so like following all this Redfall stuff we talked a bit about like the discourse that's been going around it and you know how how you don't think it's a particularly great game Um, as a result like Phil Spencer had to go out there and and do some PR work he was on the kind of funny X cast Um, they did an interview with him basically it was like you know look we didn't expect it to be what it ended up being, we had internal testing and they scored higher than, 
you know, what it's getting right now. Cause I think it might, I think at the time it was in like the sixties, it might be into the fifties now on Metacritic. Um, you know, but, how about the user scores? Are they better? <laughs> I, I doubt it. They might be even worse. Um, the user scores was pretty bad for Zelda. Oh yeah. At one point. Uh, uh-uh. yeah, they, they were at 56. Jesus. Wow. All right. Um, yeah, yeah but I review bombed the shit out of it <laughs> all my accounts. <laughs> you signed up for a lot of accounts now. Goddamn. All right. <laughs> but yeah, Phil Spencer basically, you know, said this isn't the way we wanted it to be. You know, I take responsibility for this game being the way it is. We should have helped that team out a little sooner. Um, yeah, I, there are many things that you should have done to help that, that game out, including like, it's like you said, either cancel it or at the very least delay it. But it feels like delay, Microsoft. That's what I'm saying. Like why? Like why even put out this? Like it makes it. It feels like they're bad, desperate now, at this point, Dominic. That's that's yeah. what my conclusion is. Is like they're like we need something to put out, and, and obviously that's not the right decision because if you put out trash and not to be that harsh to Redfall, but it doesn't sound good. Uh, you know, you're you're not you're not kicking off the conversation that you want. So I I don't know. Like at a certain point, yeah, you don't have any games out, but do you want to put out unfinished products just to keep your brand Cause, cause, cause out Because now, now people are going to say like, what what are you like? We started this conversation at the beginning of the year about how maybe Phil Spencer is not the right guy anymore. Because like that Xbox is a brand definitely improved after uh, Don Matrick left and Phil Spencer came on and has been doing like the glad hand thing and, 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 you know, wearing his t-shirts that are gonna, you know, show off the next game. But out of that, we got what Battletoad Battletoads was trash too. Like that, that that's what, see, that's what some guys were saying. They were like, you know what? It, it, it looked like Xbox, the at least like branding mm-hmm. got better, but as far as games, what has come out? Yeah, because all we keep doing is saying, "Oh well, next year is going to be a really good year for them." And like I said earlier, they've got games that they have announced. They've got a ton of games that they have announced that I would be looking forward to if I had any idea when they were coming out. Fable, I I loved Fable. I. I'm not putting a brain cell towards that game because the last thing that we saw was like several years ago, or at least at this point feels like several years ago and they haven't mentioned it again. And I don't know what the hell's going on with that game. Like, and there are so many of those things. Perfect dark. I don't, I, I don't know if it's, you know, COVID messing with like my timeline or what, but I can't tell you if that game was announced last year or three years ago, but I know it was announced and it's a game that's real. So like, where's it at? <laughs> and that's not even counting the stuff that we know is in development, but they haven't announced like a, a new gears game. Like they've got so much. And, you know, here I am hoping that they pick up Activision because I think they'll make another Tony Hawk game, which Activision doesn't seem interested in doing. But 
would the reality just be that they announce a Tony Hawk game and then three years later I'm wondering where this next Tony Hawk game is? Like, <laughs> I, I'm starting to lose faith in their leadership's ability to manage making games. Like, Phil yeah, Spencer it, is a great yeah. face for them. Like, even these interviews, he goes out there, he looks humble, he says, I'm sorry, I, you know, uh, I apologize, I won't do it again, but actions speak louder than words, Phil, and it, we'll see how Starfield comes out. I, I guess that's that's what it's going to come down to, right? Is that game got delayed? Did you give it enough time for that not to be a hot, hot mess? And that's going to be difficult because you're overcoming a legacy of games that were released by Bethesda as hot messes. You know, we still had a lot of fun with them, but they were broken buggy messes in a lot of ways. And I don't know if you're going to get away with it as much this time. Like the microscope, the microscope on Microsoft is, is very intense right now. So if you don't put out a a 10 out of 10, I'm not sure you're going to get the discourse that you want around that game. No, and that sucks. It sucks. It's like you're not even putting, like, it's one thing you're putting out good games. Like, let's say you got an 8, you got a, like, a 9, uh, 8, eight not like, 9s and something like that, like, 8.5s to say like that. And so if you get something that's be like a 7, 7.5 or something it's like oh that's not as good but it's not a bad game it's just not as good yeah now you're at the point where you didn't put out anything good in a <laughs> while you haven't put out anything <laughs> yeah you yeah, can get away just with that- putting out four eights but you can't get away with putting out nothing and then one game and it turn out to be an eight that doesn't it doesn't yeah. work that way the math doesn't add up you need 24 Darn, by the uh, end of the year <laughs> Or thirty-two, I, said, I guess. Like, I didn't even have no announcement of no gears. Like gears, I don't know nothing about. And that's like my my right now favorite franchise yeah. for Microsoft, and because they killed Halo, Dominic. That's why. Yeah. So, well, Halo. I mean, I like Halo. I mean, Halo wasn't ever my favorite franchise. Oh, okay. I just I I liked it. Uh, gears became my favorite when Gears came out. It became my favorite. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. Microsoft needs to figure itself out, and we need to start seeing games. Like, Game Pass, again, it's a fantastic idea, but if you don't have the games to support it, and it doesn't necessarily always have to be AAAs, I'll I'll happily go four months at a time where it's just, like, a really good indie game, but eventually you gotta have one of those big hitters to, to make it to make it look like viable competition because eventually Sony will figure out, Oh yeah, I, I only need to put out a couple of, you know, indie, indie hits kind of thing. Maybe a third party thing that's bigger here or there on their PlayStation plus stuff. And then eventually people will be like, okay, yeah, I can wait a month and a half until they put up, you know, horizon or, or Ratchet and Clank, or whatever the next, you know, big first party type thing is. You know, maybe maybe Sony has it figured out that they don't need to cannibalize their first day sales by putting this thing on their their subscription service, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, 
Microsoft is doing that because they're fighting from behind, right? Like if they were number one, they probably would have never made their first party games day one, even if they were trying to sell this service because they were selling Xboxes. But now they're in the position where they're like, yeah, we, we don't care if we sell Xboxes. We're just trying to sell the service to you. Um, so obviously they have made some more consumer friendly decisions, but there's a limit to but that. See, that's the thing. Yeah, it is a limit. And that's the thing. It hurts the it hurts me even for me for the competition because that means Sony knows that they don't have to do nothing that I can benefit. The only thing I can say is that they put better games out, yeah. but they're not gonna put like a nice deal in, or something like, oh yeah, we um because Xbox is putting these they got this game pass and they put out good games on it. Like we gotta change that means we gotta um do something with our plan to make it better mm-hmm. for people to want to come over. They don't have to do anything. No. <laughs> just have to watch Nintendo. Look at what Nintendo's at. You see, see, they, they, they made a game $70 for no fucking reason. <laughs> yep. Now they did it for a reason because everybody else is doing it. And they're like, our game is not going to be worth less than this oh, game. I'm, no, I'm talking about they don't, they, yeah. they don't have the excuse. No. They don't have an excuse to do that. No, we talked about that. It's not it's not the step up in the generation, right? Like it's not like oh the resources cost more. It's just oh no, we've decided that everybody else is sell- selling their games for $70. So guess what? You're selling them too. So yeah, it's it's the exact opposite, right? It's like oh when everybody falls in line, that's when the customer gets gets the short end of the stick basically. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't know. These companies need to do better, and Microsoft, in particular, needs to definitely figure their shit out because that's disappointing. All right, Dominic, did you see anything else before we get into the new releases this week? Um, hmm. hey, how do you feel about the uh, the Kotaku guy? He put out because in your Kotaku. And Nintendo, I guess they had something that happened years ago. Yeah, I think Nintendo basically they them. got like blacklisted, right? So like they wouldn't yeah. sell them preview or review copies or anything like that. But how do you feel about like him putting out that tweet of like a um, American putting down uh, like he killed like like he has symbols like he has Nazi symbols for how many Nazis he shot down. And then he has like Japan Japanese symbols. Yeah, like, you sent Japan, me that one, right? Yeah, yeah. Like if some people are making a big deal, saying like, "Oh, this is racist" or something. I know what he's going for. Yeah, and I'm not saying I like the guy. Like I don't really know. I don't really. I mean, I know of him from doing articles, but um, I know what he's going for. I don't think he's being being racist. I, no, like, I know his choice of for. imagery is maybe a little questionable yeah. considering all yeah. the parties involved, but no, he's just like, oh yeah, we got another one basically. Like, here we go again, yeah, because fighting the, the good people, fight. I mean, I know, yeah, I, 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 um, the people who are mostly hate are people who already hate Kotaku, so they oh, try yeah. to find anything. And like, they don't really care. They're just saying he's being racist, knowing he's not. Right. They just, but, but me, I'm not even knowing. They just gonna say, "Oh, yeah," because they because they don't like them. So, because it doesn't make sense. Because his thing is, it's like we know where the image is from. It's from World War Two, 
and you see the Nazi image. You really think so? The sort of Japanese part of it is racist, but not the. <laughs> it's like we were fighting a war against Japan and the um and and um Germany, yo, and what the what the Allied nations. So what? I like I listen. I no, I don't. Okay, yes, you can argue that ah, you shouldn't use that, but I damn sure ain't gonna think the dude's racist. Yeah, like for that, I, I was like, that's a stretch. <laughs> yeah, that's a stretch. Like it was like. Look, I, I don't like some of the things articles do does too, but I'm not going. This ain't it for me. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like, man, it's like, and that's what I hate about people is that when you don't like somebody, you try to find any anything that's wrong with them. And I I always hated that. Even people I didn't like, I wouldn't do that because I would say, no, if it's something like even if it's something I like, like just because. They like it. I'm not gonna dislike it or find something wrong. So open something wrong with this because they must like it, and I don't like them. It's like no, that's not how it works. It's like it's like yeah. That's it's that you. This because you like that. No, this because you don't like a certain person or somebody for the, whatever they believe in or politics or whatever. That is is not like a complete like you make it like oh they're the opposite of me. No, that's not how like like everything they like. I dislike. That's not how it works. Oh, oh, yeah! I always hate it, especially the internet. I hate the internet for that. Like how they do always do that. Because even people I like, I I totally hate, and then I see people get on. I say, ah, really? It was that wasn't that bad. I mean, shit, I hate the dudes, but God, come on. <laughs> um, anything else? In, um, I'm trying to think of the Yeltsin video games that I saw. Um, the thing. I think that's it, man. I think I think I'm good. All right. All right, well, we will get into new releases here these past two weeks. We got Ravenlock, as you mentioned earlier. That's out on the Xbox and the PC. That's on Game Pass as well. Redfall, if you want to give that a try for yourself, that's on Xbox and PC. It's part of Games Pass. Darkest Dungeon 2 has left early access. That is now out on the PC. And, yes, uh, I see that. Yeah. I don't know why that got copied there. We also have Hogwarts Legacy finally releasing on PS4 and Xbox One. The Switch version is still in the works, allegedly. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns, as we mentioned, is out on PS4 and Xbox One. And The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is now out on the Nintendo Switch and uh, emulators of your choice, (laughs) if you decide to explore that option. Uh, You can still buy the game, though, of course. Um... So yeah, that is our new releases. You got anything else for the people this week, Dominic? Don't have anything else for the people. Uh, no, I think I'm good. All right, thank you guys as always for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at D Stallworth Five. I'm at Regulus M B. The podcast is at Superpod S U P A P O D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. It has all of our podcasts as well as all the links to the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify. And until next time, guys, we'll talk to you later. All right, see you.